What's up, everyone? My name is Tebs, and thanks so much for checking out the Superpower Podcast. This podcast was created to celebrate young African women who are excelling in their business, careers, and lives. We want to salute you and give you flowers while you can still smell them. Every week, we will be profiling a boss babe and finding out from them how they have harnessed their superpower and what more we can expect from them. So stay tuned and make sure to subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all our social media pages at Superpower Podcast. Leave us a review and even drop a voice note on our channel shouting out ladies who are inspirational to you. The official hashtag for anything on this podcast is hashtag Superpower Podcast. Enjoy. Hi everyone, it's Tebs and you're listening to the Superpower Podcast. Now this week we are doing another deep dive session. This is episode two of our new segment called The Deep Dive and we'll be talking all things non-profit. Um, and the non-profit that we will be featuring this week is called Youth Managers Foundation and we have the CEO who will be discussing all things YMF. Her name is Lesokonolo Luate, but she is affectionately known as Sony. How are you doing, Sony? I'm good, thank you. Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you for, for the opportunity. My pleasure. You know, I'm, I always get so interested when I see young people get involved with non-profit organizations. So um, how did you get involved with YMF? How long have you been there for? And what drew you to this specific non-profit? Okay, so basically it's, it all started um, in 2012 at KPMG. I was introduced to YMF. I attended an event at KPMG where some learners, professionals, and teachers attended. Um, mm -hmm. Following the event, I then started serving as a professional. Um, the following year, I became a mentor at one of the schools in the East Rand, Pumula Gardens. Um, this is where I served till I became eventually the CEO and, of the foundation. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there, there was some kind of ascension through the ranks there very quickly, it seems. Okay. So <laughs> maybe for the listeners um, of this podcast, what what does YMF do? Like, where, where does it work? What does it do? What kind of impact does it want to have as a nonprofit? Okay. So like you're saying, Youth Managers Foundation is a nonprofit company. Um, and basically what we focus on is the development of change-driven leaders who come from disadvantaged areas and we obviously capacitate them to drive um, positive changes in their schools and in their communities. Um, mm. And we focus on three key pillars, which are leadership development, career guidance and mentorship. So it has always been our view that um, the drivers of um, the high number of dropouts at the schools um, are influenced by socioeconomic conditions. Um, mm. So, yeah, we've stepped in as YMF to come and assist in terms of that. Okay, okay. And, um, I mean, th that already just sounds, like, so impressive to, like, um, give back um, specifically to certain um, um, areas. Um, where, in terms of presence, because you said you, you give back um, in, in certain areas. Where, where are you guys present? 
Okay, so in terms of prisons, we currently have um, 45 schools across five provinces. So we are in Gauteng, um, KwaZulu-Natal, the Free State, Mpumalang and Limpopo. Um, wow. yeah, and then we run yeah, certain initiatives across um, all 45 schools. Jeez, okay, so that's quite a lot, like 45 schools um, across so many provinces. H- how do you guys actually make it work? Like, how, what are the inner workings of YMF? Okay, so um, in terms of our programs, um, we appoint mentors within YMF. So each mentor, each, each province has a mentor from the 45 schools. Um, the school identifies 50 to 75 learners per school. So I'll just go mm-hmm. through like some of the programs. Firstly, we have quarterly leadership seminars where um, yeah. these, these, these learners, the 50, 50 to 75 learners, which are made up from learners from grade 8 to grade 12, um, are selected based on their leadership skills to join um, the program. Um, okay. The learners are then responsible for identifying what are some of the social ills that they have in their school. So things such as teenage pregnancy, substance abuse, and the lack of use of infrastructure and so on um, are some of the, the, the social ills they identify. Then in turn, okay. to address leadership development, we ensure that the leaders come up with leadership strategies, which they will implement throughout the year to address the social ills that affect their schools. Um, the mentors are, are then responsible for educating um, the leaders about leadership. Um, so they, they deliver the program of YMF um, and the content of it with the aim of assisting them with leadership challenges in the schools. Um, so also um, over and above that, we have a slot for professionals within the program where we invite them um, to share on their roles and to provide career guidance and mentorship um, to some of the leaders. And then I'll quickly go through other programs. So we have an annual career and mentorship days. And okay. so as you know, many students enroll at like different higher learning institutions, but they are not um, passionate about those. So we ensure that we expose them to, to the various career fields. Um, Beautiful. So we ensure that we bring professionals to the learners. We invite, and um, most of our sessions will have um, close to a thousand learners at one school, and um, with over two hundred and fifty professionals. And then the professionals rotate, um, in their various professional disciplines to ensure that learners are exposed, um, to those career, um, fields. And then another event we have is the Youth Leadership Summit. And how the summit um, works is that we'll have various panel, dis- panel discussions around leadership. Um, yeah. Also, it's an opportunity for, le- for the learners to report back to other schools on some of the strategies that they have implemented. They also share ideas at, at um, the various schools. And then lastly, we have Servant Leadership Awards. And this is how we recognize um, some of our stakeholders for serving. So it can be the learners for um, the best in, um, project implemented and so on. We also award the, ma- the best mentor and the most supportive educator and um, professional and so on. And then, yeah, lastly, those who are, who are done, once they complete matric, there is a program that continues um, for the alumni. Um, we currently have um, close to 250 alumni. So once um, those learners complete their matric, then they join our alumni program. So we're expecting another 200 at the end of the year to join the alumni program. 
Whoa, whoa. Okay, that is that is a lot. And <laughs> I want to just get into some of the nitty gritty details of all the amazing work that you guys are doing. My gosh. Okay, so you said that um, the school identifies um, these learners with leadership potential. So in terms of the learners, if, if someone is in grade eight, do they just then stay part of the program till they get to matric and then after matric, they then become part of the alumni? Is that how it works? Yes. So they continue from grade eight um, all the way to matric. Um, so at times in, in matric, they don't really get involved because they, they have um, classes on Saturdays. But following yeah. the matric year, they, they do eventually um, join our alumni program, which is a separate program tailored specifically for for alumni leaders so then once you once you're actually an alumni you still go back to your school and then serve now as an alumni ensuring that you are assisting the schools and from an alumni thing you're giving um you're also imparting your knowledge from a university side and ensuring that you motivate them you you actually come back and serve the same school that was that served you yeah yeah, yeah, that's imp- wow. And in terms of the the learners, yeah, because there there is that dynamic of like time, right? And I'm sure some of these um, learners have extra murals. How how does the program work to ensure that um, the learners who then are chosen and are then part of YMF um, can dedicate enough time to YMF activities? Yeah, so the program runs throughout the year. Um, so and and our seminars only take place four times a year. Um, but obviously the mentor ensures that they come visit the schools when, even as YMF, we visit when certain schools are running certain projects. So there's schools that have marches and there's schools that run drives, they support groups and so on. So we still ensure that certain support is done for, for the activities the leaders um, implement throughout the year. Um, so some of the schools, because they're so disadvantaged, there are schools that don't have activities. So they appreciate programs like Youth Managers Foundation that come into the school. Oh, wow. Wow. And also just in terms of how how you guys pick your schools, because you mentioned that you guys are um, have presence in 45 schools. I think I saw my mother's old high school, their progress Hi, in Soweto. How yeah. do you guys actually pick the schools? Can can a school which is in um, an area pick up their hand and say, hey, we, we love this program. We love what you guys are doing. Can we become a partner school? How do you guys go about picking the schools? Okay, so when we originally um, started YMF, it was obviously based on a relationship. Which teacher do you know which you can assist to, to build um, a relationship? But then later on, it became... And the work we do. So some schools actually approached us and said, um, we'd love it if your program came to our schools. Um, but mm. how, we, how we completely <clears throat> finalize, and um, there has to be commitment by the principal and the educator involved because it's a struggle if um, there's no buy-in from, from above there. So once there's commitment yeah. there and the school needs our program, we are happy to take on the schools. Um, and then in terms of other provinces, it, it sometimes is dependent on our sponsors. So sponsors will have certain schools and they would like us to take on some of their schools um, that they're oh, sponsoring. Wow. Okay. 
So I'm sure the work that you guys do at YMF like isn't free, um, even though it is um, volunteering of your time. How are you guys um, able to do the work that you do? Who who sponsors you? Is it individuals? Is it companies? Yeah. How do you how do you guys keep going at YMF? Okay, so in terms of sponsorship, um, we have financial sponsors, but also non-financial. Um, we're sponsored financially by KPMG, um, Cyril Ramaphosa Foundation, um, BDO, um, as well as the National Lotteries Commission. Um, we also have non-financial partners like the Central University of Technology, and we worked with EWC and HRTC, as well as Sign Edition and Cigna. So all those are some of our, our non-financial partners who assist in terms of when we host events, we use and we are able to use their their schools and so on. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was just about to ask when you say non-financial, um, um, what does that what does that actually mean? Okay, so they provide you with, I guess, free resources, um, which you don't then have to pay for. Yes, yeah, so it's free resources, but also um, we have involvement by their stakeholders as well, which has been helpful for the organization. Okay, and I just want to um, go back to the the programs that you guys do at the schools because I think it's absolutely like uh, fantastic. Um, you were you 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 spoke a lot about the learners which are identified with leadership potential and they get to do different initiatives where they get to address a lot of the ills that are faced in their society. What are some of the initiatives which have come out from YMF partnering with some of the schools and the learners? Okay, so the learners will do um, projects like doing vegetable gardens to ensure um, that they can fundraise for certain activities they have, the schools that visit um, clinics, we've had marches against your drug abuse and so on, support groups to ensure that also um, academically the learners um, improve their marks. Um, you've we have sure I won't be able to list all, but you have schools that no, not all, just a few <laughs> examples. Yeah, <laughs> yes. so you have some that do um your spelling bees. Some schools don't have library. A lot of the schools actually, the majority had libraries and um, that weren't functioning. So you have the leaders that recreate those libraries, and we as YMF will help them source books for for their libraries and so on. And then this ensures that they have a place where they can go to to read. Um, and it also actually motivates them to study harder um, in terms of the support groups and so on. Yeah, so those are just some of them, the activities that the school does. But they also, you'll see that YMF also has ad hoc events. Like we, we have toiletry drives, we have Women's Day events, there's main conferences that we have, um, events for our professionals to obviously ensure that we're still inspiring the professionals to give back to our learners. So we run certain initiatives for all our stakeholders, for our educators um, and so on. So um, just ensuring yeah, that, that everyone still keeps motivated um, to serve ultimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And you you also mentioned your alumni and how important it is that the people who did go through the YMF program while they were in high school, that they do give back. Um, how does the alumni program work? And are you actually seeing people go back? Because a lot of the time, once people are done, 
they then they then they're out like then they go live their best lives so how how strong is the alumni program at ymf and do you actually see people come back and give back okay yes so um i like saying our alumni is our, the success story of ymf um we have like i was saying we have like 250 alumni across um, various provinces and yeah they, and they have their own program. They definitely do go back to the schools, and they're also involved in certain drives that they run um, for communities and so on. So they, and then they have leadership camps that we have for them and so on. So they definitely do go back to their schools. And um, some have gone to the, the, the back to the school, the schools that they went to. Some are assisting with with different schools. But yes, every alumni is expected to serve. One thing um, that has been drilled in everyone is that. Um, like we must all be servant leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's really special. And, and I absolutely love that people are able to also go back and give back to the schools that um, made them who they are. Mm. And in terms of your leadership team, because you're only as strong as um, your team, um, what does that structure look like? And do you guys work in terms, like are you CEO for so many years? Um, how does the inner workings of YMF work? Okay, so in terms of the structure, we have um, a board of directors um, that, and then that um, appoints the CEO. Um, I have an executive team and then we further have a team. So we run youth managers actually like it's a company and we have okay. various divisions by the executive. So you have heads of provinces made up of different provinces and you don't have someone who's responsible for partnerships and sponsors, so ensuring that they're getting sponsorship. We have a branding team. We have a core team development team. So it's important to develop our leaders constantly um, yeah. in the program. So we have um, a slot for that. Um, we have um, those that do trainings constantly to ensure that leaders are capacitated enough to know what they're doing at the schools um, and so on. So yes. Um, in terms of the team, like I said, we have a huge team at the moment. There's um, it, there's close to probably sixty of the team members, and I'm excluding alumni in all of this, and um, that actually wow. run the program. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> oh my word. I didn't know that it's 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 so huge. Um, what do you think? Um, has given YMF like the staying power that it has because I know so many people who start charities and start nonprofits and it's great the first year and then it kind of fizzles out by year three five. Why why has YMF had so much staying power? Um, it all boils down to servant leadership and the work that we do on the ground. Um. So much of the time, even the schools appreciate that we actually go to the schools. They see the work that we're doing. And um, we like mm -hmm. to say from the top all the way down, no one is exempt from, from serving on the ground. So obviously the work you do on the ground is what, um, what that's the reason why most schools will come back and say they want YMF. And that's the reason for our constant growth. Um, but I also yeah. think in terms of events, um, people will note how much... Um, 
leaders go over and above and to assist in terms of events, the groundwork that we do. And they like our, some of our sponsors like saying we, we run like a machine, the way we operate. And, mm. and even in terms of COVID, um, we've, we've, we've made sure that we reconstruct the program to ensure that we still um, delivering impact to the schools. We're still assisting learners with metric applications. We still um, to ensure that they, they are able to go to higher learning institutions. We still ensured we now moved our Korean mentorship days to ensure that we do virtual Korean mentorship days and professionals were able to dial in from the comfort of their home, but also imparting their knowledge um, to some of the learners. So I just mm -hmm. think it's, it's, it's the groundwork. That's that's so special, and 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 I mean, you mentioned something that, uh, like for 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 everyone, it's the new normal, right? Like COVID has changed the way that we all do work. Do you think, um, since you guys changed your the structure of your programs or how it gets delivered because of COVID, um, if that if those changes will be implemented going forward into the future? Yeah, so the difference with, so we, we, we were able to get a lot of professionals to come to the school pre-COVID, um, pre, um, but post, you actually realize you can actually, um, professionals would like to be more involved if they're from home and they don't, they're not mm. in a situation where they have to travel. So we are definitely exploring that it's provided an opportunity um, and to see how we can run things virtually and easier to actually ensure we have even more sessions for the learners because more professionals are willing to give um, give more if they can also do it from home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one hundred. Um, but but even I understand professionals. It's easier for them to obviously um, give back their time when they're at home. But how do you then make that work with the students? Because if you're in previously disadvantaged areas, things like access to internet, laptops, that becomes an issue. So how did you guys work around that? Okay, so the professionals are the one dialing from home, but the team actually is always on the ground. So we actually go to the schools and we ensure that internet coverage is done by YMF directly. Um, mm -hmm. So most schools have screens. So that's how we ensure that like the learners in their classes um, can have a view of the professionals. And um, we note that there are schools that don't have screens. So as YMF, we'll be purchasing screens for some of the schools that don't have screens just to ensure wow. that they're still um, getting exposure um, to the various career fields. Sure, sure. I, I am so impressed with um, all the work that you guys um, have been doing at YMF and just um, how, I mean, you've been reiterating servant leadership and um, sure, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I need to do more. So how do people get involved? Like if you are listening to this and you are thinking this is a wonderful initiative or it's a wonderful nonprofit, you know, are you guys like Section 18A, you know, all us business people, we're like, we can donate as long as there's some benefit to it. Um, how do people get involved? Yeah, so um, to get involved as a professional, people can um, email us on professionals at youthmanagers.org.za. Obviously, we want as many professionals as we can have. And um, given it's virtually, um, we have sessions in Mpumalanga, but people are able to dial in from, from home and assist 
and different areas that they never thought they'd be able to assist. And we yeah. are also, so I listed some of the sponsors, but we do have people who donate in their personal capacities. Um, and yes, we are registered um, as, a, as a public benefit organization. So there is a certificate um, provided for those that contribute in the individual capacities. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So you guys heard it, man. Like, um, you should definitely get behind initiatives, especially when they run by young, young people, um, serving, um, young, other young leaders. I mean, it's so impressive. Um, so, so Tony, you've been talking a lot about servant leadership and, um, and, and that's what YMF is about. When, when you think of leadership as a whole, just as a topic, what does it mean specifically to you? Um, so for me, like I actually think even in terms of my role, um, it's not in terms of past work, but it's like I'm bestowed to serve um, and how do I explain it um, and tackle great challenges. So for me, it still also boils down to YMF resonating with the type of work I want to do. So it is at the end of the day still about serving servant leadership and not leading mm. from the front, but leading from behind. That has always I, I love that. been my my thing. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that. Um and just in terms of the vision for YMF, because you guys are where you are and you've done an impressive job and there's so much impact that you've already had in the lives of many young South Africans. Um, when you think about YMF in the next two years, five years, 10 years, what would you like to see the organization do further? Okay, so I'd like the organization to obviously have presence across all provinces um, in South Africa, but eventually um, in Africa, if we can get there. Um, I'd like to see, like, I look forward to seeing a lot of the alumni eventually um, running things, the different, I look forward, one thing I love in YMF, um, every year we are surprised by programs that come up. I don't know if you saw our toiletries drive. That was a new initiative that commenced. Yeah. Um, it just came up as an idea. So I look forward to what are some of the ideas some of the, the young leaders we've trained can come up with. And I look forward, obviously, to making a difference in our country. Um, I think the unemployment rate is such a crisis in this country. So we want to see how we can fill that gap um, to ensure that um, these learners are not further disadvantaged later because we've been pushing them to study. But obviously, you'll note, obviously, jobs have had to um, downsize. So it's going to be a problem for some of the, the learners we've pushed to study and um, to get employment. So we're seeing that's why for our alumni, we have entrepreneurship seminars to ensure that we're also giving support to those that want to be entrepreneurs. And we're trying to train them to be able to create those kind of opportunities eventually. So, um, yeah, we want to contribute to obviously ensuring that the unemployment rate um, goes down. Wow. Wow, guys. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing with my time? <laughs> sure. I am so impressed. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, you know, the, the more I think about um, just young people doing this, because a lot of the time you expect older people who are well into their 50s and above to give back and do this sort of thing. It's it's amazing when you find your peers 
doing exactly the same thing. Um, okay, so so in terms of the Superpower Podcast, Sloni, I ask this question to, to all my guests. Um, when you think of your superpower, or maybe not you, because this is a deep dive into YMF, what do you think makes YMF unique and stand out and different from other organizations that are probably doing similar work? Okay, so I'll say again, it's servant leadership, and the servant leader is always servant first. So when you serve and you have um, um and 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 you have good groundwork and you're just in it for the intention of just doing um the best things for for I mean you have the uh, loving intention um then nothing can go wrong. So the amount of love in my leadership style um it's everything boils down to relationships and relationships need love to succeed. So we have so much love for for all our young leaders at the school. And they also know that there's nothing YMF wouldn't do for them. So it's yeah. about serving on the ground and ensuring that um, we help where possible. Sometimes it entails, as much as we have sponsors, um, we, we as, as, as the executive, even as board members, we ensure where there's a gap, we also assist in our personal capacities financially. So sure, everything sure. boils down to yeah, servant leadership. That is our yeah. power. Um, in, in <laughs> and, and, I, I love it. <laughs> yes. So we like um you'll you'll also see um on, on some of our social media um how much we we love Thomas Sankara and the way he served. So those are um he had visionary leadership um people centered leadership servanthood and selflessness. So those are some of the traits um we look up to when we look at um past leaders like um, your Thomas Sankaras, your Princess yeah. Dianas, they are pit- they, the epitome of servant leadership. So, sure. Yeah. Oh, okay, so servant leadership is the, is the lesson for the day. I just need to say a huge, massive shout out to everyone who's involved in YMF, the learners, the alumni, the leadership, the non-exec directors. Wow, the guys. The educators. Like, yeah. The educators. Yeah, the educators are actually like never in the spotlight, but they are the ones who actually make sure that these programs go ahead and they they, they mm-hmm. make sure that the learners also buy into the different initiatives that are presented. Sure, guys. I... Yo, like, well done. I need to do like the clapping emoji or the clapping sound here because, geez, this is this is super impressive. I love it. If people want to find out more about YMF, where can they go? Okay, so they can inbox us and at any of our social media and um, platforms. So it's at Youth Managers um, on Twitter and the same on Instagram and Facebook. At and okay. then yeah, yeah the same at youth managers foundation on facebook so the full full name and okay, then so you're on facebook of, instagram all of it yeah and twitter but they if they want further details they're welcome to also email us on professionals and um, at youthmanagers.org.za okay thanks so much sloni wow man like all the best to you and your team and the educators and the learners and um love all the work that you guys are doing um it's absolutely impressive and yeah all the best for your future plans thank you very much and thank you so much for having me and we look forward to also hosting you in one of our sessions or having you serve us as a professional 
I will be there. No, now I donate money. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> That's why I was asking about the Section 18A. I just need to make sure. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you, Tim. Oh, no, but definitely. I'll make sure, I'll, I'll make sure my, my team definitely gets behind this organization. I love the work that you guys are doing. Thanks so Thank much, Tony. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Tim. <laughs> Cheers. Hey, you made it to the end of the interview. Thanks so much for listening and hope you learned a thing or two. Please make sure to subscribe, review, and leave a voice note for any lady who inspires you. Till next week, have an awesome one. Cheers.